the Mark West Sports Podcast. Three. Hi, welcome to the Mark West Podcast. You know, I still got the champagne on ice, baby, behind me. <laughs> it's still on ice for this week. You know, that game, like, just ended just now. Crazy midweek NFL game, Baltimore Ravens. But we'll get into that. Yeah, we'll get into that. Bit later. But the, but the champagne stay on ice, stay on ice. Um, you know, for now, for this week. Uh, but but we'll have the champagne for real, the real champagne. You know, chilling with us. Uh, you know, next time, and maybe the next week too. Who knows? Who knows what could happen? We'll, yeah, we'll know what's the, gonna happen because of that. Mm-hmm. If they're gonna go undefeated or not. Yeah, but we'll we'll see what happens. But uh, you're talking about a little about popping popping champagne, but. West, bro, your boy Nate Robinson got popped this weekend. Yes, wowzers, bro. Damn, yo, talk about a boy going to sleep, bro. Like straight up sleep, bro. Nate Robinson, just man, he was a disappointment. I mean, we both picked Nate Robinson because you know he's being called a bitch made, like. In, in, in front of everybody so you thought you know okay Nate you know come through and and at least make it a fight you know at least don't get knocked out the yeah. way that you got knocked out by this YouTuber I mean it was just a, a disgrace and we should have listened to Chris because Chris yeah, obviously he know more about boxing than we do and he was the only one who picked Jake Paul <laughs> to knock out Nate <laughs> Nate Robinson but um Damn, it's just the NBA just took a took a L that night, bro. Yeah, I felt some type of way, man. Like I, I felt like that was somebody that I really knew. I, I felt like he was tagging me in, like the WWE, like come in, Wes, like help me out. But man, you know, just looking at that fight, man. I mean, that shit was like one sided all the way. I mean, Jake Paul only connected with eight eight actual real blows and. And all he needed was one, and he knocked him out. One of them, when he when Nate Robinson fell the first time, I thought, you know, did I see what I just did? see? Like, did he cheat? Did he not cheat? Did he hit him in the back of the head? Are you selling it right now, Nate? Right now, you know, because you know, I didn't, I couldn't really tell if it was a dirty play, but you know, after the second one, it was clear as day, man. Nate, he was acting with that first one with the first um um knockdown. You know, and he tried to, you know, make it seem like the guy cheated. But clearly, Nate, you you was aggressive the whole fight, you know, and and, and that's that's I'm like, what are you doing? Like, you're not even uh, 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 um, when you're so aggressive, you're not even guarding yourself. And that's exactly what happened with Nate. He just walked right into some blows, knocked his ass out. Yeah. My wife yeah, was like down. Straight I was like down. Even you know, even the, I, I, the when he not got knocked down, you know, like everybody, Snoop, everyone, you know, you see Twitter, you see uh, every social media going crazy, memes already popping up. I felt sorry for him because I thought like, yeah. damn, is he okay? Like, cause he was in moving for a while. You know what I'm saying? I was like, yeah, damn, yeah. you know. Um, but it's that was my first man. thought too. I was like, "Yo, is he okay? Is Nate okay first? Yeah, yeah. And then he started moving. I'm like, ah, oh, he's okay, but." Damn, he is not okay because social media is gonna murder him. Yeah, and, 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 he, you know, just acted like, damn, you know. I like, mean, like, damn, like, why was you in this fight? Like, why were you even in the ring with this dude? And then this dude talked so much shit before 
and he talked a lot of shit after i mean you see on, on, on social media face. he wore nate robinson's jersey from the new york knicks yeah, yeah. you feel me like i'm yeah, like I come on that. man then you got people like the baby creating yeah. the, the 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 nate robinson challenge with jake paul looking like you know the baby was knocked out on the floor and then he could come back up and jake paul is with him celebrated and i'm like Yo, they going in, social Damn, media, I, all the yeah. NBA going in on him. But, yeah. you know, what, 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 I, I heard, I seen uh, Dwayne Wade and I think who else was it, you know, that said something about it and was like, you know, you don't want to, you don't want to kick a man when he's down. Obviously, um, any person that probably would have walked in the ring and, and was not prepared. I'm not saying that Nate wasn't prepared because he obviously was training for this for a little while. But, but, you know, it, 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 it's just something like, it seems like Jake Paul been doing this a little longer. He He's more keen with, with what he can and what he can't do. And, and, and Nate Robinson, that's, exactly. And that's typically Nate Robinson's first real fight. You know, Jake, I think got like two or three under his belt, you know, but 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 that gives enough for, for him to get his, 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 um, his own speed, um, speed, you know, and everything, what what he does right, you know. So transitioning to the Mike Tyson fight, that was another fight that that we wind up watching. Fight. Two veterans, you know, something that, you know, I wanted to see like when they were actually in a prime, kind of like the Pacquiao and Mayweather, we had to wait so long to actually see it. This one right now, we really had to wait till there was like grandparents before we actually <laughs> Um, got to see it, but yeah. it was good. Um, I mean, Mike Tyson seemed like he was more in shape, more ready for what was coming. You know, after the second round, you seen he still was going. You know, and the second round, you seen um, um, Roy Jones. He was already gasping for air when he was on his on his yeah. um, bench. You know, I just was like, it 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 was good and it was bad. It was good because you know I got to see um two people that i grew up watching you know and, and and even though um you know jones seemed gasped second third quarter he didn't give up he kept coming even though he yeah. looked tired like the way he was moving didn't move like he was tired of course you know i felt tyson won the fight even though it was a draw you know which is understandable you don't want to tarnish nobody's legacy or yeah you know, i feel like tyson Tyson did win that fight too. Exactly. Um, it, exactly. it would have been better if it would have went maybe a little bit longer. Maybe someone would have gotten knocked out. Uh, but yeah, I think Tyson impressed me like like as hell. Like I was like, damn, this dude's really in shape. He looked like the boxer that, that boxed two years ago compared to Roy Jones. He he boxed for real two years ago. So you would think he was gonna be the one that was more in shape, but it was definitely to me Tyson. Tyson was 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 really impressive. Um, and yeah, I think it was cool that they ended it a draw just because they're two legends in the game. There's no reason to really say, you know, somebody won, but if you saw the fight and you had to have a decision on this fight is Tyson Tyson won this fight, uh, hands down. So I, I was impressed with, 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 with Tyson's performance. And, and, and as far as his, like you said, his cardio was, was up there. Um, at a level where, you know, I, I quite frankly didn't think it would be at, at least on the level of Roy Jones, um, who fought, you know, two years ago, you know, but that, like if they were both fighting and that, if they both were fighting like two years ago, 
I'm just like, okay, then I would have probably gave it to Tyson. But I was like, man, Roy Jones has been fighting for longer. But, uh, you know, you can't compare I to tell uh, you. from what you saw. I try to tell you. you. Yeah, I know. I, I know. I know you. Yeah, both of y'all picked Tyson. I went with Roy Jones because y'all know I'm, I, I go with the stats or whatever. But sometimes you got to go with your gut. And Tyson was hitting that gut, too. He was hitting them body blows. Exactly. Bro. Like those body blows was hurting. Roy Jones and he just couldn't recover from exactly so you know good fight you know both um boxes put you know everything on the table you know of course you know the first thing that goes you know is speed and looking at Roy Jones you know he he already looking kind of not himself of course because I know he's old but he 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 yeah. just looked like he was out of shape you know what I'm saying? He looked right, like he right, could have right. lost some more weight or been more um, healthier getting into that fight. You know, whereas Tyson, you know, I could see the, I could see um, it on his, um, you know, in his face. I could see the age in his face, but I couldn't really see it in his body too much besides certain parts like sagging a little bit, you know, but it's not sagging too much, you know, but, but, but <laughs> again, it is what it is, man. You know, good fight. Tyson, you know, showed everybody that he's the real champion. Unlike what Marcus was seeing, but, but again, like what Marcus was saying, uh, like, no, he gotta go barely, his, gut. his gut said Roy still Jones. barely made my top 10 yeah, regardless. No, you know, hey, it is what it is. Man. And what oh. I, you know what I will say is that probably since Tyson had a layoff of not fighting, that probably helped him more. He was like, oh, I had all these years to rest. You know what I'm saying? Roy Jones been fighting all this time. <laughs> His body is more more got the wear and tear. You know what I'm saying? So cut if he had out, like cut, the rest, cut, cut you, know, out, <laughs> you know, I got to argue it. You know, I got to defend my point. But, hey, you know, I, I mean, that's my argument. That it don't it, look it, like Roy Jones is trying to fight again, though. I mean... Like, it don't look like Roy Jones is trying to fight again. You know, they they asked Mike Tyson, do he plan on fighting? Yeah, I think Roy Jones is done. He's done. I think Roy he Jones. he uh, um Mike Tyson actually got guaranteed ten million dollars. You know, people say he donated all his money to the to charity, but he didn't donate everything to charity. Automatically, he was getting a certain amount of money unless he gave the guaranteed money to charity. Also, whichever one, it don't matter. You give a dollar to charity. You know, I, sh I, I could care less what you give. You know, I don't expect everybody to give their whole paycheck to, to church, you know, uh, in that, or to, to, to right. any, anybody, you know, so, so he worked for it. He deserved it. It is what it is. I kind of seen on, um, you know, social media, Evander Holyfield talking about, oh, let's make this a trilogy. I want, you know, me, you and like, but ain't nobody trying to see Evander Holyfield. I'm sorry. You know, it may have been a better fight than DeRoy yeah. Jones, but like Evander Holyfield is a cheater. Like, I'm going to just be real with you. Yeah, Mike Tyson bit him, but if everybody's seen the first and second fight, he kept headbutting the guy. Mike Tyson kept complaining to the referee. That's what gave him that little cut right here. And everybody that's a boxer know when you get that cut right here, you know, and if it, it I mean, and if it, it was a from the, the headbutt, like I clearly seen it. You know, that's why Mike Tyson really got frustrated and actually bit him, you know. But is Evander Holyfield one of the best fighters that, that probably was out here? Yeah. But, you know, if we if we compare in the fight, I've seen both fights, you know. And, and, and um, it was no need for Evander Holyfield to actually headbutt, you know. But he was sneaking them in when they were, like, close together. Like, so, again, yeah, 
It is what it is. I, I, I'm not I trying think to... it, I think it was a, I don't think it was a purpose purposeful nah, he, he, headbutt. Nah, it was I remember not, it was the fight. Not one time, it was not I two times, three times. It was like six one. seconds. It was like six, seven times he headbutted the guy. I mean, like, how many times? How many times do you need a headbutt before it, you know it's, it's real? It's funny how you trying to you trying to justify an, an ear bite, bro. You trying to justify he he bit the dude's ear, bro. Like, come on, bro. Like he lost it. He snapped. Like he said, he snapped. I would have snapped too if somebody <laughs> was keep cheating, cheating, and, and, and the referee ain't doing shit. Fuck it. Man, headbutts happen all the time. I don't, I really don't think it was on purpose that he tried to headbutt Mike Tyson. You know, headbutts happen all the time in boxing. You know, yeah, but, yeah. but anyway, man, another rivalry. Uh, of course, Holyfield and, and and Tyson are a rivalry, but another rivalry that's not a rivalry <laughs> is the Dolphins versus the Jets, bro. Like the Jets have been trash like for for years now. I seen the record like for, for a couple of years and like, we've just been dominating these boys and we dominating them again last week with the 20 to three win, not because of the offense again, but because of that consistent defense, we've been consistent as hell on defense, except for that Broncos game. <laughs> um, and we've been kind of having some inconsistency as far as who is playing quarterback, but quarterback has been, relatively as far as the quarterback play has been relatively consistent and um i like what i seen from the dolphins again i mean it was against the lowly jets they did what it do they did what they supposed to do they covered the spread easy um maybe not easy and it wasn't until the end that they really covered it but uh they they were status quo uh with the game and hopefully they can keep it up next week against cincinnati yeah that game yeah, um, that game was a great game. You know, um, I, you know, if you scaling it from A, A plus B plus, you know, C F, you know, I give them a C. I give them a solid C. Yeah. Nah, I give them a solid C plus. Why? Nah, because you got to understand, like, the O line was still shaky. The O line was still shaky. I mean, we still was getting sacked. You know, of course, Fitzpatrick actually. You know, I mean. He's a veteran. He sees certain things before, you know, people like Tua because Tua is still learning. But but he still was getting sacked. So what that's it about the O-line. That kind of made me feel like, damn, you know, that was the real reason why they took Tua out of the game. They're not trying to ruin their investment, their fan, franchise quarter on um, quarterback. Whereas, you know, um, it's magic. Yeah, you know, you probably have the knowledge, but we don't mind if you get injured because you're going to retire in a year or so. So, so. I looked at that game, you know, there was a lot of, there was a lot of things I didn't like. kind of fucked up, but it's true. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of things I didn't like about um, the game. I did like the defense. The defense was stout, doing what they normally do. You got the X-Man. I mean, he had another, he, he I mean, he could have had, had pick, two, leading, two, leading. two or three picks yesterday. And not yesterday, the other day. He had one, I think he dropped two. One of them, I remember he really, really dropped. Right now, he should have at least 11 interceptions. He already lead. Um, leads the league in interceptions. So so that's a good thing. You know, hopefully the Dolphins don't try to do no dumb shit and shop him around because he's so good of a player because the Dolphins tend to do stupid things like that. I'm hoping that it's not one of those things. As far as with um, Jones on the other side, you know, I still, I'm seeing people test him a lot. I, I don't know if they testing Xavier Howard some more because they're afraid of the other side. But Xavier Howard is coming down with a pick. 
you know, Jones is probably going to swat it down. You may not, um, you may not have a, a turnover. Um, he may do, you know, he's in the right spots, this, that, and the other. But again, you're not, you're not, you're not getting interceptions when you're throwing it on his side. You're getting it when you're throwing it in the X Man. So all these quarterbacks that feel like they want to go ahead and keep trying, keep trying. You know, the defense and the X Man is going to find a way to do something and get an interception. Now, um, again, pass rush. I still think that we need a pass rusher. You know, um, I'm like, this is the fucking Jets. You feel what I'm saying? Like, and and we don't, we we can't get a pass rush the way we want to. I mean, Sam I mean, Darnold was looking I mean, good in the beginning, garbage. huh? But they, the Jets are garbage. They are. Yeah, the but J- exactly. The still, Jets are garbage, and Will's not even able to get to their quarterback like that. You know that. What's that telling about our 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 our, our, our rush defense? And we got a solid defense if our DNs can't get to the quarterback. I know that we got a stout on um, Raquan Davis on um, stout defensive tackle. Same with uh, 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 Wilkins and uh, what's his name? Um, Godchild that's injured for the year. I know that's stout with the de- defensive tackles, but now everyone else, I'm not seeing that That besides Van, Van Ginkle, you feel me? He's a linebacker. He's normally not going to be on the D-line. So, well, you know, you. him getting a, a getting, um, you know, sacks and stuff like that, um, that's product of the defense and whatever defense they got them lining up in. But I want to get sacks with the D-in automatically. I want I want somebody like Julius Peppers Young. I want somebody like Von Miller Young. You know that you got to double him. And, you know, and, and I'm still not seeing that. So, yeah, you know, I'm happy that we won. And I know you're probably surprised, like, I gave him a C plus, but there's a lot of things that I didn't like. You know, the the, the O-line was, you know, if that was Tua back there, imagine they 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 make him get hit and – his in, he re-injured his um hip or injured something else. I mean, that kind of made me feel like, damn, when he injured his thumb, I thought it was some bullshit. He probably did injure his thumb, and why? Because of the poverty of the O line. So, so you know, Solomon Kinley, he's he's still injured. When he's on the field, they're way lot better. Um, you know, our our um, office and line coach, he came out saying that um he thinks the um, MVP on the O line is actually uh what's his name? I forgot his name, but he he actually um uh, plays every five positions on on the Dolphins. So so that's a good thing, and, and and that's what the Dolphins need to do. You know, right now, you know, when someone goes down, our O line goes down. Also, I want our O line to 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 be able to plug anyone in just like New England normally do. They never had a great O line, but they always plug people in, and they were managed to give Tom Brady some time knowing that they did not have no running game. Dolphins has no running game. So can we, you know, I know this is the beginning of the change, but, but like we can't change if, if, if we're, we're, we're getting the um, quarterback just sacked four or five, six times a game. It just doesn't make any sense. You're not going to wind up building on that. And, 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 and hopefully the Dolphins can actually change that because remember I told you, even with Preston Williams, that was going to be a problem. And, and our, um, everybody's zoning in our our wide receivers. Devontae Parker, Parker, he's a freak of nature. He's doing his thing, but I'm not seeing um, Grant, um, Jakeem Grant, get the the yards that he normally um, would get because you know um, Preston Williams not in the game. Our two six foot six five wide receivers, we have one, and everyone else, you know, um, they're they're not able to do what they normally do because you know they're focused on those individuals now because we have one of our pieces out of the chest um, piece is gone in Preston Williams. So 
Hopefully, I don't know how long he's going to be gone. They hasn't said anything about it. That's one good thing about the Dolphins this year. They do not, you know, leak things out. So as far as Preston William and how long he's going to be injured, I'm not sure. Hopefully he could come back soon. If it's not this game, because I don't think we need him with Cincinnati, but the week after that, I think he need to start, you know, um, transitioning back to um, getting back on the field, hopefully. And I think that's when the Dolphins will really look like the Dolphins from like week three, week four, and and not what the product that they're putting on the field as far as not um, um, guarding their quarterbacks and not being able to rush the quarterback. So I don't know. I mean, I think the, I think the Dolphins are still doing good. I grade them. I grade them a little bit higher than you would. Uh, Wes. I probably grade them maybe a B plus, you know, you want to see the offense be a little bit more explosive, um, maybe a couple of more touchdowns, but they held it just to three points. They shut them down to no touchdowns. I mean, you can't, you can't really ask for a lot more from the defense with concern. And they are the Jets. I understand that, but the Jets scored a lot of points on another, but they score a lot of points on other teams. You know, not every team is shutting them out zero or three. You know, so the Dolphins should be commended for that. And that's why I give them at least a B. You know, I give them a B plus because they um, I don't give them an A because they turned the ball over a couple of times where they shouldn't have. And they just weren't moving the ball with the running game. So uh, that that's the thing I was I want to mention is because it is, is the running game with the Dolphins. The only reason why they are not elite elite yet. I think it's because they have no running game. And yeah, it has partially to do with that O-line. That O-line is young, bro. That O-line is really young right now. You got a rookie on there who's starting, trying to yeah. trying to figure and, and, it out. Fuck with the O-line, I mean, but they're young and injured. Like you said, availability is the best thing is availability. And they're the injured right now. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I, so that's the thing. I feel you what, what you're saying, that they're young O-line, they're good. Trust me, I, I do feel like they're real good young O-line. But that still doesn't uh, um, um, defend them having these um, quarterbacks get sacked all the time. Tua had got sacked like six times the other game. Fitzpatrick got sacked like four times. So, so again, yeah, are you guys doing – are you better than last year? Hell, yeah. I mean, like, shit, last year we had no online, and, of course, the year before that. But, again, if I seen games from you guys when you guys were healthy and you gave Tua time, and you gave Fitzpatrick time. That's what I want to see. That's all I want to see. I don't care, you know, um, um, like I said, I don't care if you mismatch and do, you know, um, puzzle with the O-line. But damn, like, y'all need to protect the quarterback. And y'all not doing it the way I expect you guys to be doing it. I mean, yeah, like, like I said, it's going to take time. You can't really expect them to be, you know, all world offensive line yet. I mean, this is a big step up. You know, Wes, this is a big step up from the past couple of years. The fact that we're even in a playoff spot right now is something to be celebrated. I mean, yeah, we're not an AFC championship game level yet, you know, but, you know, it's going to happen with time. I think with this draft class that we're going to bring in next year and having these guys with a, with a year under their belt, they're, they're going to be good to go. They, they're on an upward climb. Right now, they are in the playoffs. If the playoffs started today, they'd play Tennessee, right? Which so is not a if team they play Tennessee, play. They're, gonna, they're going to get murdered, bro. They, yeah. I mean, straight up, I'm honest, they, they're going to get murdered by Tennessee because Tennessee got that extra um, gas in his tank. 
Tannehill is going to have that chip on the shoulder and be like, damn, y'all gave up on me. So he's going to come out with one of those crazy Tannehill games, you know, like he did last week against the Colts, you know. So, one good yeah, thing that's not a good match. So likely, know. if we make the playoffs, we're going to lose in the first round because of this O-line. You know, the defense is going to make it competitive in the playoffs if, if we, you know, if we make it, if we, you know, get to a game against like a Tennessee or um, – who else could we play? Maybe uh, 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 Cleveland or the Colts or whoever we play in a in, in the first round. They're gonna I make think it competitive. We'll be Cleveland and I think make it competitive. Oh, was that? I think we could we could beat Cleveland. We could beat the Colts. I think any of those teams we can actually beat. I think even even Pittsburgh we can give a run for their money. But the only thing is oh, our O line. If our O line don't hold shit down. Line is gonna look like Swiss cheese against yeah. that Pittsburgh defense. I just seen them play just now against the against the Ravens. That defense is something serious, you know. See, but, so, but, but they don't look that great I, though. I know they have defeated, them, but they don't look that we'll great. Get blown out against them and blown out against the Chiefs too. If we play any of those teams, so those I mean those are my top three teams in the AFC. One of the teams I don't think is one of the top teams that is not making the playoffs is the New England Patriots. And they played the uh, Arizona Cardinals last week, and they came out with another victory. Thank God. So it makes me nervous. It makes me nervous. I ain't going to lie. It makes me nervous, a little nervous. I'm like, damn, because they breathing down our neck right now. And our schedule after this one game against Cincinnati gets real tough. It's real tough because we play Kansas City. We do play the Patriots too, I believe. And then – there's another there's a couple more tough games that I, I saw on our schedule. So it does make me nervous a little bit. But the fact that they keep pulling out these close games against these uh really decent teams is it makes hey, Mark, me a little I'll, bit nervous about you know what they can do. All right. Um I'll give my quick opinion on this real quick. I gotta step away from yeah. the camera for a second, but um it's the evil empire. Of course, I do not want them to win, but again, every win that they get is a quarterback. Or further away from um, from the New England Patriots, what they need to get to put their team back on the map. So I don't mind. Again, I don't I don't I don't feel that pressure like Marcus because you know um I, they're not a good team right now. Yeah, you may be winning these games last minute and doing certain things like that, but as far as we know, what New England is, they're they're a a team, and even though they cheat, they they look a certain way, even though um they're not looking the way that they look right now. So. That's not what I'm seeing. That's not the product that they're giving me right now. Um, but but again, you know, um, I don't mind it. You know, Kyler Murray, he was going. Um, he he just came back from an AC joint injury, um, and you know, it takes some times um, with the AC joint, especially when it's cold. You know, and <laughs> you know, it was cold um, where he was playing. So um, I think I think it's just just uh, a game that 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 you know New England needed. Um, Arizona, I think, I think that was a game they could have gave away, you know, and that's exactly what they did. You know, they, they, um, try to do what they, you know, they try to pull it out, but you know, um, they didn't have, um, that pep to their step, you know, cause Kyler Murray, he still was technically injured, even though he was actually quarterback. So the evil empire, again, they're going to do what they normally do. And yeah, so, um, I'll step away. I'll be right back Marcus. Yeah. Yeah. A couple of other things I want to say about that game is that Patriots got straight up lucky in this game. They got lucky in this game because the, the, Cardinal, the Cardinals kicker missed a kick that he should have made that would have been game over. 
Um, and I believe Cam had a critical turnover in, in, in the last moments. Uh, again, that could have gave away this game. So the Patriots are lucky to win this game. But, you know, the numbers do scare me as far as the wins. So if they could pull some games out, they have a chance to make the playoffs would be crazy. But I still think they miss uh, the playoffs. The Patriots do and the Dolphins make the playoffs along with the Buffalo Bills. Uh, another, one of the uh, great games of the weekend was the, the Chiefs and the Bucks. Now, the Chiefs are just all world right now. They are clicking on all cylinders. They got this high-flying offense. Wes and I, we picked the Chiefs to easily win this game. But I also did state on the last podcast that the Bucks would cover in this game. And that's exactly what they did at the end. They had a chance to possibly win it. But this is a team that you cannot trust in the playoffs at all, just like the Dolphins, unfortunately. That's two teams that are good enough to make the playoffs, but you cannot trust them to really go far. And it's because of a lack of running game with, with both of these teams. I don't, I'm not sure why Tampa Bay is away from the running game as much as they do, but they do and they rely on Tom Brady to make plays and he is not Tom Brady of old. He is old Tom Brady, where it's just a big difference as far as the skill set that you get at quarterback. So Tampa Bay is not a contender. They're a pretender uh, long term. So you just can't really believe in, in what they do and, and what they try to accomplish with a win over the Chiefs. Now, the Chiefs, on the other hand, are pretty much the favorite to win it all. Uh, I actually don't trust uh, the Steelers to win it all. Although they do have a chance, I still feel like the Chiefs are the favorite to make it to the Super Bowl. If I had to pick a team to make it to the Super Bowl today, it would be the Kansas City Chiefs, barring any crazy injury. Tyreek Hill had an amazing game. I have to state the game that Tyreek Hill had against the Tampa Bay Bucks, especially because I was playing against him in fantasy. So it was killing me with every catch that he was making and every touchdown he was making. I was like, dude, <laughs> if, if, if this guy don't sit down somewhere, bro, because he, he had damn near 300 yards receiving in this game, I think it was like 15th um, best game by a receiver ever in this league. I mean, he could have sat out the rest of the game at halftime and still would have had the 15th best game ever by a receiver. Tyreek Hill, definitely to me, one of the best receivers in the league. To me, it, it's him, it's D-Hop, and, and, and it's um, DK Metcalf from, from Seattle. I feel like those three, to me, right now are the best wide receivers in the league. Tyreek Hill on the Kansas City Chiefs should not be legal, and it shouldn't have been legal how he was destroying me in fantasy. Now my, my fantasy team, hot to a time machine, is, is pretty much is pretty much dead right now. It, it, it's all good, but we'll, we'll be back next year. So, that, I mean, that's all I got to say about that Kansas City Bucks game. You got anything to say on that, West? Before we move yeah, of on course, to the game? of course. You know, I have something to say with Tom Shady. You know, every time Tom Shady's in the building, I got something to say. 
every time the evil empire in New England's saying something, I, I, I got something to say. When they're playing, I got something to say. When they lose, I definitely got something to say. Now, again, it's a loss, and I got something to say. So, Tom Brady, um, it's just like what I was telling you before. Like, the head coach <laughs> and Tom Brady, I don't know, they beefing. I don't know what it is, a power struggle. You know, Bruce Arians is making his way, making um, going out of his way to blame Tom Brady every time. This is the fifth loss, and this is the fifth time he threw him under the bus. How many times, you know, you're going to throw me under the bus before I snap on your ass on national television? You know what I'm saying? Like, because, again, this is Tom Brady. You Bruce Arians, but, like, if if you put me um, next to you, you know, it's not 50-50. I got six rings. You know, you, you're, you're older than me, but you're not a Super Bowl champion. I am, you know. You're not considered the greatest Super Bowl of all time. I am. So, um, if I throw you under the butt or I go on a rant, who you think they're going to side with? They're going to side with the Super Bowl champ, six-time Super Bowl champ, or they're going to side with somebody that hasn't won the Super Bowl? They're going to side with the Super Bowl champ. So, yeah. you know, like I said, Bruce Arians, I don't know what you're doing right now. You're, 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 you're having Tom Brady um, throw the ball, 30-yard plays, 40-yard plays. And the crazy thing is he came out, Bruce Arians, he came out and said, "Oh, um, we're we're Tom, Tom Brady um um calls all the plays. So basically, all the plays that Tom Brady is calling is um or choosing at that particular time is Tom Brady. No, it that even that don't even make any sense. It's like going to somebody's house to eat, right? You know, they did not ask you before you got there what did you want them to cook. They just cooked anything that they want, and then they're saying, oh, you get to choose from these five things. But I had no choice in these five things. I'm choosing from your playbook, Bruce Arians. You feel me? So what do you think you need to be doing? You need to be asking me, what do I want on the menu? So if there's some things or some plays that was from New England that I like a lot, and I want to put in your offense because New England and your offense two two different things. Obviously, I like um five yard plays, seven yard plays, ten yard plays. You know, and you like throwing bombs. You know, if it, you need to be the head coach of Aaron Rodgers, of Drew Brees, of these type of quarterbacks. You can't be that type of um coach for um Tom Brady because Tom Brady he's gonna dink and dunk. He's gonna you know, and like I said before. You know they had no running game in New England, and how did they how did they uh, um get a running game? They either got um Corey Dillon, which was you know once in a blue moon, once in a lifetime. I mean Cincinnati was just so stupid when they gave gave him away. That's one thing, and then also you know I didn't run the ball, but I hiked I, I hiked the ball and I threw it to the flats to the running back, you know, or threw it to the right or, or, or running back um where the um, tight end would normally be in the middle of the field, you know, five yards, and then, you know, the running back do what he do. Yeah, was it a running play? No, but I made it like a running play because we got what what do we want. We run running backs to get, like, five yards every time we snap the ball. And if I could get five yards, six yards from throwing in the flats or throwing it, you know, um, in the middle of the field to my running back, then cool. That's what you need to be doing with the Bucks right now, Bruce Arians, and you're not doing none of that shit. You feel me? I don't know what you got to prove, but Tom Brady have nothing to prove. He don't need to win no Super Bowl no more. People feel like he's the greatest, even though I think that he's the greatest cheater of all time. I'm just one person. There's a lot of people that say he's the GOAT. So regardless of the fact, Bruce Arians, you need to find a way to 
I don't think he's the goat neither. I don't think he's not. the goat. You know, not, not, but you know what I'm saying. I don't think LeBron is the goat, but a lot of people say that he's the uh, goat. I think MJ is the goat. MJ is the goat. You know, that um, Dan Marina is the goat when it comes pass wise. But it, it, it you know, and, and, and that's how I feel. If you want to go Joe Montana overall, cool. I wouldn't say John Elway. Why? Because you didn't do shit without motherfucking Terrell Davis. So again, it is what it is. Um, that game was like a sleeper. Like people looking at that game and looking at the final score, like, oh my God, it was a close game. That game was out of the way, you know, long time ago. That's exactly how we predicted it, though. That's exactly, exactly. how we predicted it. We exactly. Said it so, so, out, but, and then we said they was going to catch up in the end. And that's what I, we said. We said Tom Brady's going to, you know, get his little stats in the end so it won't look like he had a horrible game. And he had a horrible game. You had a horrible game because of Bruce Arians again. Of course, because you're Tom Shady. I'm happy your true colors is coming out, but I still think that you have some in the tank. You're just in the wrong place, you know? And this is what I said in the beginning. You got the Clippers all over again. High expectation, and you guys wind up losing. So, you know, this game right here, um, like I said, it's always good to see certain things like this happen to Tom Shady. And um, right now, some people are going to question right now, was it, was it Tom Brady or was it Bill Belichick? Because Bill Belichick is finding a way to win right now with nothing, you know? And, and, and Tom Brady, you wanted to leave because you said hey, you had nothing in New England and you have everything, all of our receivers, everything in um, Tampa Bay, and you're still losing, you know? So there's four games left in the, in the season. Let's see. You got to win all four to actually, you know, be like a contender in the NFC because it's real close in the NFC um, right now with the Seahawks being – um who they are um if they defense if, if they defense show show up any type of way you know that's a good team you got um another good team and, and, and with the cardinals young but but I, I think the cardinals could be tampa bay there's a lot of teams that's in the nfc right now that i think better than you compared to the afc whereas yeah i think the buffalo bills yeah they're winning but i think that they can be, they could, they could, they could lose any game, any given, any given day, you know, because I don't think they're as consistent right now. You know, they're winning, you know, people are going to be like, what you mean they're not consistent? They, they got the best record in the AFC. No, it doesn't matter. I feel like they're not that great, you know, not just because I don't like them. It's because, you know, it'd be a lot of games that they win. They win like the um, Cleveland Browns, you know, and you got other games where they blow people out. No, I want a consistent, you blowing people out like Kansas City. Like they just chilling by the time it's third quarter and you want to come back. It don't matter. And then when you get too close, we'll put our foot on the gas. And that's exactly what um, their quarterback did when he ran and scrambled for first downs and extended plays, you know, so, you know, good, good, right, good, yeah, good, yeah. good, good win so let's, um, Tampa Bay. Yeah. Let's, let's speed it up a little bit. Uh, let's talk a little bit about COVID. COVID obviously is like the story of everything. COVID uh, I just saw, uh, an alert just pop up on my phone right now that 546 players just tested positive in the NBA <laughs> upon returning to, to, to camp. So COVID is running rampant. Be careful out there. But COVID with even the NFL games was crazy last weekend with uh, the Denver Broncos. All three quarterbacks caught were, were they, they didn't even have COVID, but it was more so they violated the COVID protocol. 
So the NFL uh, laid the hammer on them and said, okay, you can't play with all three of your quarterbacks. So this guy off the practice squad comes in and plays quarterback. And you know what it reminded me of? Mm. It was like, it's almost like when you haven't played Madden in a long time (laughs) and you playing on all Madden, (laughs) you know, and you just trying to, you just trying to get from downs. You just trying Uh to complete a pass. That's how I felt like what, what was happening to him, like or, or even worse, somebody who's never played Madden before, you know, <laughs> playing on all Madden for the first time. That That's that's kind of how I felt. I felt sorry for the young boy. Um, it, it was courageous to him. At least, you know, he got his he got his quick check or whatnot, got his little name out there in the limelight. But as far as the game is concerned, you know, I'm not going to lie. I made a pretty penny off of that game because I'm like, yo. Even if it was a 16-point spread, too, and they made still made that shit easy. That shit jumped crazy, too. It was like at seven, and then all of a sudden, no quarterbacks, and it jumped up to 17. I was like, oh, I'm still letting that shit ride. So okay. that was just crazy what they did, what they did uh, to Denver. Obviously, another game um, that got delayed and delayed was Baltimore and, and Pittsburgh game. Obviously, that's why I got the champagne in the back here. Because at one point I thought Baltimore was going to win this game because it was 12 to seven at half. And then they made it close 1914. I almost feel like if the boy Lamar Jackson was playing because he wasn't because of COVID, they probably would have won this game, you know? Um, but, you know, unfortunately it is what it is with COVID. It's something that we all dealing with. Um, you know, you got anything to say on that Wes uh, on those two games uh, and the COVID situation before we transition to the hurricanes? Well, I mean, with the COVID thing, I mean, it just was like, it's exactly what happened with, was it Houston in the playoffs when, you know, their their player wind up, was it Gordon, wind up, um, you know, doing some craziness with the, with the lady, you know, I mean, inviting her in his room and, you know, he wound up getting kicked out because of, you know, the COVID protocol and, you know, he needed to be in the game, but he couldn't because of the protocol. Even he, it, they didn't say that he got COVID, but just because he was in contact with certain people, you know, I know you probably, yeah. what you was probably well, even doing. Even on Lou Williams. Even and Lou, Lou Williams, yeah, Williams. you know, getting the so lemon pepper wings, you feel me? Know what I mean? <laughs> but, 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 yeah, that game. He's trying to get some wings from the strip club. Mm-hmm, got mm-hmm. canceled. But those, you know, that, 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 it was kind of weird to actually see it, you know. I kind of felt the NFL, you know, like, y'all the one that, that, that fucked up. Y'all the one that that why do we need to add an extra week or do this that and the other because of you nah you're gonna go ahead and find a way to either have somebody from the practice squad have somebody that was a wide receiver play quarterback now because he played quarterback when he was in in, in, in college or high school or whatever but that's your problem because you don't see the big picture you know because we could we you know how much money we're lose if we have to cancel the rest of the season you know it, it just doesn't make any sense so um, you know, they should have just disqualified them and not even had to play that game. Absolutely, but, I, but, I totally but, agree. But, they, but, they, but they, it is what it game. is, you know, because you put a lot of people um, no, in danger. They, they could have got injured. Anything could have happened. But it is what it is, you know. Um, COVID is running rampant right now, and people. Some people believe, and some people don't believe. Some people want to go in the stores and not wear masks and this, that, and the other. Where I don't want you in my store because you're not wearing no mask, and you don't understand. It's just like right now, COVID is crazy. Hopefully, like I said, 2021 is not like that. 
Um, of course, even if they come with a vaccine, I'm definitely not taking it. Um, my remedy is the old school Caribbean, old fashioned lemon and honey, you know, mm -hmm. garlic, you know, uh, uh, garlic Get tea, certain things like that. Yard. Yeah, exactly. Some leaves mm -hmm. in the backyard, you know, like um, from the from the um, the the orange tree or from the um, grapefruit tree, you know, any one of those things because it got a lot of uh, acidity in, in in its leaves. Cool, but I'm definitely not taking no no vaccine that that was manufactured in less than a year so yeah. it is what it is but that that that's gonna make us go into our next topic right now um we actually were supposed to be playing wake forest you know that got delayed you know and then you know we wind up saying that um i mean manny diaz and and um the miami hurricanes found a way to get a goop to play them and that was the duke duke wound up playing them um I think we're going to win this game one because it's Duke, you know, and they don't have their, their quarterback. Their quarterback was drafted to, um, for, um, by the, by the Giants. So, you know, they got a very young quarterback right now. Cool. Um, and, 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 you know, I feel as the, the, the Canes are, are coming there, they're, they're sharks in water. They're sharks in water right now. You know, I know, understand we definitely the Canes, but you know, this, we're, we're top 10 right now in the, um, and college polls, you know, so we still got a, a chance to kind of make the playoffs. Hopefully some of these um, teams um, in front of us wind up losing. Um, and then we got North Carolina the last game. Hopefully we play that game because um, COVID is, you know, like causing trouble everywhere. But yeah, this game, I think it's going to be a it's going to be a real good game. I think the old line's going to bounce back because we haven't been looking that great um we got Val Donaldson he's coming back right now from his injury um you know this whole um postponement kind of gave him some more time probably an additional two three weeks to 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 really solidify himself you know and um and his injury you know because I think he's the 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 on the O-line he has the most snaps you know um in his career and I think he's the biggest actually on the old line. I think he's like maybe like six, yeah, seven, is. 300, like 50 pounds. Damn near 400 like pounds. <laughs> exactly. So, 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 yeah, he, you know, pounds, yeah. so, so, yeah, I, I, I really hope, I really hope that he come back and um, I think this is a perfect team um, to go against, you know, to get your feet kind of wet before you actually go up um, ahead and play North Carolina. But, um, and, and, and of course they lost to Notre Dame. So you know that they 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 got something to prove. They're trying to bounce back. You know, what 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 better way to bounce back than on the team on rank number 10? Hopefully we're ranked um higher when when we after playing um Duke. But yeah, that game, it's not really much to talk about. Um we got the Canes and we got Duke. We got we got some people coming back um behind um injuries and you know covid and certain things like that but i'm gonna go with my canes you see them on the on the top left hand side okay. of me you know and they what's all got my back huh what's my your final, final score? score my final score is the canes they actually find a way to do better on offense so i'm not gonna go too crazy you know i'll i'll, I'll say 28 um to north carolina possibly 13. <laughs> it's funny. It's funny, Wes, because almost every time you 
pick a score, you pick it like right, almost right on what the spread is. And oh, really? The spread for this game, yeah, spread on this game is 14 and a half. So you actually, which is actually 15 points away from, from 28 to 13. But, um, but yeah, I feel like it's going to be a, a close game, just like you said. I feel like it's going to be right there. You know, um, for some reason, the Hurricanes always find a way to keep these games relatively close. Um, although this is a game that they should let loose. They, sh- they should let loose on this team. This team, mm-hmm. this team only has one win all season. Um, and the Hurricanes have not played in two weeks. So they they rested. They've been chilling. They practiced all week. You know, if they get Navon Donaldson back, who you could arguably say is their best offensive lineman, um, him and, and, and the center, uh, to me, are, are their best offensive linemen. Um, if, he gets, if you get th- those two guys back, you get Brevin Jordan back, you get uh, your linebackers pretty much healthy. You'll you probably get Restrepo as as another slot receiver back in this game. You got more on the rotation in the D line. There's no reason why they shouldn't blow this team out. But but the Hurricanes they they always find a way to keep it close for some reason, especially on the road. Um, and it may take so, take a while to kind of, to keep to, for them to get going just because they haven't played in two weeks. So you should expect this team to dominate this team. And But, you know, don't be surprised if Duke keeps it relatively close. I wouldn't bet on this game. This is kind of a stay away again for me. Trap um, game. But, yeah, it, it's kind of a trap game as far as the spread is concerned. But you shouldn't be scared about the, the Hurricanes losing at all. Um, it's really about the next game, which is North Carolina. We saw what they did against Notre Dame. They hung with Notre Dame for pretty much the entire game and until like the fourth quarter. So they're going to be a tough out. We still got that slight chance to, to make the ACC championship game. Uh, you know, prayers up. You know, you got to call your voodoo lady if you got one <laughs> and see if they could put a pin in Trevor Lawrence real quick. You know, because that's the only way that Clemson's going to lose a game because <laughs> I don't see them losing a game at all. And if Notre Dame loses out, then we're out of that game. But what's good to kind of look forward to is that we could possibly play in the Orange Bowl, which is a decent game. If we stay in the top 10, we, we play in the Orange Bowl. Florida, I'm assuming, is going to lose to Alabama. So mm-hmm. if we play Florida in the Orange Bowl is a very good possibility I mean, and, and we get to, you know, actually play them and play them tough and win that game. I feel like the season is a win. And you got players that like Navon Donaldson that will be coming back next season. Hopefully, De'Ara King comes back next season. What about the uh, right tackle that came with De'Ara King? Uh, Williams? Jerry Williams, I think he's a senior. So I think he, he's probably I, I mean, it is a COVID season. So they, yeah, they still could come back anyway. But, I don't know. I, I feel like he might is not coming back. I feel like yeah, Quincy Roche, the defensive end, is not coming back. But you still got Jalen Phillips. He's a junior. He's not going out. I don't think so. I think he's coming back. So you got a majority of your players coming back. They're still a relatively young, uh, young team. So you got a lot to look forward to uh, with this team if we don't make the ACC championship game. So exactly this this game against Duke. Uh, should be a win. Should be an easy win. The big game is more so that North Carolina game. It's really kind of a measuring stick as where we are as the third team in the ACC. 
because if we lose in North Carolina, we fall to the fourth team. And then all of a sudden questions are like, oh, you know, we'll start pop like re recruits, recruits who might think, okay, maybe I should go with this other team that's feeling me more. So the next two weeks are very, are very critical, more so the next week um, against North Carolina. Uh, another game I had on here was just a quick pick with Florida and Tennessee, because I actually want to transition into the Benjamin report with something with Tennessee, but uh, Florida, big favorites in this game. What I want to point out in this game is that the, one of the Florida players point, uh, said that Tennessee never really challenged us. He came out in the press and said, oh, Tennessee, yeah, they, they never really challenged us at all. I was like, damn, so you giving Tennessee some motivation, even though oh, yeah. they crash. But you're giving them some motivation to like at least you know stay competitive. But this this is a game that I don't think uh, they do stay competitive, even though it's in Tennessee. <laughs> but it's a COVID year. You know, if it was a non-COVID year and they got a crowd because that that stadium gets rocking, it's got a hundred thousand seats or, or more, and that stadium gets rocking. But what what you gonna have? Half capacity? I don't I don't think it's gonna be a game at all. I think the the, the Florida quarterback this is actually the first time I'm picking Florida on this podcast, but uh I think Florida wins this game easy. Um, you know, maybe uh Same here. forty to forty to twenty one. Same here. Like I, I don't even think this is like even worth even talking because like you said, man, like they don't have their 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 stadium at full capacity. Um, I like the colors, orange and white, you know. I like watching them on, on game day, you know. I mean, one of them them schools that you just like watching highlights about, you know, when you're talking college football. But if you're talking about competitive-wise, you know, everybody comes from Florida. And remember I told you, you know, I hate the Gators, but, you know, they, they're getting players from the Tri-County. They're getting players from Florida, period. You know, they're getting those, there's, those workhorses, those raw receivers, those DBs, you know, I mean, their corners for Florida is stout. They got one of the best tandem and with corners right now um, in the AC, um, in um, NCAA. So, so I'm looking at them, you know, I think that, you know, they're going to do what they've been doing and it's going to be another win, another blowout 42 to yeah. what 21. Yeah, damn. Now, matter of fact, 21, 42, huh? 21. You said 42, I said 40, 21. I said oh, 40, 21. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we, we all point with that too. So I'm just going to transition to the Benjamin report because you talked about the kids that, you know, are playing for Florida that are from the Tri-County Tri area. One of them players that was actually committed to Tennessee was one of the best linebackers. Yeah, one of the best linebackers in South Florida. Everybody knows him around here as T2, you know, because he's a Terminator out there. Uh, Terrence Lewis decommitted from Tennessee. Everybody was kind of questioning, like, you know, Tennessee at first anyway. You know, everybody was kind of waiting for this to happen, but it finally happened this week. Like, okay, so you decided to decommit from Tennessee. And I finally, I feel like it's because of what the young boy said about Tennessee. Like, oh, Tennessee ain't never been competitive with Florida. So, I think you probably heard that and was like, you know what, let me decommit. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, uh, I mean, mm -hmm. who, who knows if that happened or not, but that that's something to watch because the Hurricanes are definitely in contention to get him. Uh, from what I see from the recruits like James Williams and um, Cameron Kitchens, they, they're, they're trying to get the boy to stay home like they are. 
So if they can get him, that would be a big win because we need linebackers. Get another linebacker bad. You know, we need another linebacker um, desperately because Zach McCloud likely going to be, you know, he's not even, you know, he's at a little bit above average, I would say, but losing him is going to be a big loss. So if you could get Terrence Lewis in there along with the other guys, it'll be a big win. Uh, his team this week will play Dunbar this week. This is a team that you think Central is going to blow this team out, right? Uh, you playing for Miami Central, just like Navon Donaldson played for Miami Central as well. Um, so you, you think this team is going to blow them out, but last week they struggled well with Naples. Um, it took yeah, them it to did. the final. Yeah. It took them to the final quarter to actually win. They ended up being just a 10 point win because they got some, they got some players though. I just don't understand like why that game was close. Nobody really understands why. Um, but you got to think that they bounce back this week and dominate, uh, Dunbar. A couple of other teams that are, that you expect to dominate this week. Heritage, they should be dominating Uwe Galley. They travel into to Mel, Melbourne area to play this team. They should be dominating that team. Shouldn't be a game. Chaminade, Chaminade, you know our team, Chaminade. <laughs> uh, they they travel into the Tampa Bay, Tampa area. They play in Berkeley Prep. They should dominate that team. Teams from Tampa Bay area don't fare well against us for the most part. Okay. yacht out of Hialeah, Champignot, baby, out of right, Hialeah, right. two-way, the two-way favorite. They dominated the team by 67 to zero last week. You expect mm -hmm. them to dominate again this week. They're another team that's on the road in the Tampa Bay area, Sefner Christian. You expect them to dominate as well. Now, the teams that will struggle or, or will have a game, Cardinal Gibbons against Coco. Don't sleep on Coco, man. Coco is a really good team over the years. Watch out for them. I'm still going with the home team as always. Uh, but the thing that Cardinal Gibbons did last week that was smart is, is that they rested their quarterback and their star wide receiver. Star wide receiver has been dealing with a hernia, hernia injury uh, ever since the beginning of the season. So... They rested him. So I think that is the difference for Cardinal Gibbons. And I think Cardinal Gibbons is still a favorite in, in 4A uh, to win uh, to win that game and to win the, the 4A state championship. Um, in 7A, St. Thomas Aquinas, the only real big game involving the state playoffs that's down here in South Florida is against Venice. Now, Venice is a team. I don't know if you know about this team, Venice, but uh, like their coach talks a lot of shit how, how they they're gonna beat St. Thomas and it never ha it only happened at one time bro <laughs> it happened one time every like within the past five years or so they beat them one time and that one time yeah they did win a state championship but St. Thomas usually beats this team they got the great coaches they got great players and St. Thomas I feel like this happens again this week um, I may do a doubleheader this week uh, with St. Thomas and also Dillard and Pahokee. Good luck uh, I do want to see Pahokee. Pahokee. Yeah, uh, Pahokee is a team out there uh, from West Palm Beach. They're, they're going to play Dillard. Dillard is a, you know, a good team out of Fort Lauderdale, likely a contender for the Tri-County Championship. So okay. I may do a double on, on Friday night. Uh, I, I think I think Dillard is a good team that's actually going to blow Pahokee out. Pahokee is a small school, 1A, you know, out there, you know, in, in Bell Glade, but they, pro they produce uh, players like Anquan Bolden over the years. So, no slouch. 
Um, but I still feel like Dillard is one of those teams that is, is dominant and can win the Tri-County Championship. Uh, the last team is uh, Miami Palmetto, who squeaked out a win last week with the two-point conversion in overtime. Can they beat? Can they do it again? Same area, too, Vero Beach. Vero Beach is one of those teams, too, that they're always good in their area, that they, they play well regular season, they dominate. But once they play a team from Dade County or Broward County or even Palm Beach County, they fold. True and colors. I think that's going to happen again. <laughs> I think that's going to happen again, even though, like, you know, Palmetto doesn't even have their quarterback. He's mm-hmm. out for the year with, a, with I think, a collarbone uh, injury. Um, they've been basically running a wildcat with the uh, Miami commit, Brashard Smith, and he came up big last week. I expect him to come up big this week as well. And it's really all about their defense anyway with Leonard Taylor, the – the Miami commit on that defensive line. Um, and I think um, Palmetto squeaks out another win. So those are pretty much all the big games uh, this week. Um, we'll, we'll see what happens. But I, I think all the South Florida teams end up winning uh, this week as far as the t- state uh, playoffs is concerned. Okay. So that, that pretty much is, is a wrap uh, for – the Mark West Sports Podcast this week. The champagne is still on ice, baby, but we're going to pop champagne like we won the championship game soon. Don't worry about a thing. Oh, yeah. You already know. They they lose at some point, and we're going to celebrate, baby. And like like what Marcus said, we, we both think that's coming soon. We've seen the game. You know, we thought they actually was going to actually lose. Of course, if Lamar Jackson was in the game, I think they had a better chance of winning. So, yeah, we know you're undefeated, but you don't look like you're unbeatable. You don't look like a Kansas City right now. We know you have the better record, but um, let's see what happens, man. And, and Mark is definitely going to keep that champagne on ice because you know I'm ready to pop that with you, bro. You feel me? So, so, yeah. So, so, yeah, we'll see you guys on Saturday to continue our episode on the Mark West Sports Podcast. Um, again, I'm Mark, Mark I'm, I'm, I'm saying Mark, I'm Wesley Pierre. And then we Mark West, and I'm Mark West. We Mark West together, oh, Yeah, baby. definitely, definitely, <laughs> definitely. So, yeah, we'll see you guys on Saturday. Enjoy the rest of your night. Peace.